Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Okay, we've got a nice little Monday going on. Still working on the game for tonight. And I was thumbing through my D&D books, and I thought about races. There's some very interesting things going on sometimes with races in D&D, AD&D, whatever. I'm talking about the old school stuff. I've been looking through my favorite tome, the Rules Cyclopedia, and the old race and class or race as class and skills and stuff comes up into my head. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of of two minds on it. Not really two minds, but it's more it's more of a it works in some ways and it works in the other ways. It doesn't work other ways. I I'm don't want to really make a decision because certain certain games like first edition AD and D or basic fantasy or swords of wizardry or other things like that do race separate from class and you know things like rule cyclopedia and bx and holmes they do race as class which in a way i kind of like there's the whole skill debate about the later editions being modular you can you can play an elf whatever or a halfling whatever in your game and then you get the appropriate skills and bonuses. What I like, see, here's the problem. It goes back to the skills again. What I want, one of the things I really like about races class is, and to a certain extent, race and class in the early days, without things like non-weapon proficiencies and kits and feats and stuff come up, is it's a package deal. I like package deals. And the nice thing about package deals is they're expandable. Now, I'm not saying you can't do a skill system on top of this. As a matter of fact, looking through Rules Cyclopedia, there is a skills and weapon mastery sub subset of rules in here that you can use, but they're optional. And I like that word, optional. That's what I go by. Even in when I'm doing Thaco's Hammer, I'm doing second edition, the go word is optional. What last second edition game I played in, we just got rid of all the proficiencies and non-weapon proficiencies. We didn't use them because they were just in the way and it was a little too complicated. And the classes themselves give you give you stuff to do. And, it's, and the thing is, even races class, it's expandable. As you get up in level, you get different things, which is what I really like. I like about... Uh, I mean, you can do that in fifth, too. I mean, you know, every every edition since then has done that, but then they have the skill system and everything else lumped on top of it for even finer adjustment. I, they think of it as finer adjustment. I think it's too complicated. There are things that if the rules don't say how to do it, my mind is to just negotiate with the with the DM. Yeah, just to negotiate with the DM. Of course, you also have level caps to think of. I'm just going all over the place because I started thinking about race and non-specific races. Non, I mean, in basic D&D, you have the races class trifecta of dwarf, elf, and halfling. I like to add gnome from the later supplements in basic, but that's neither here nor there. Or come up with we had to come up with our own gnome for like labyrinth lord. Or even, or even Beckme. 
but the races seem to be seem to be focused on these well I say package deals because like I said you get abilities as you go up and I like that now there's nothing wrong with me using the skill system they outline here that will work well very well with a racist class or any other class but it's that whole t package tied up in a bow that I really like. Like I said, I played race and class before, and I have no problem with it because usually the classes come with, because, you know, classes come with stuff. They always come with stuff, special abilities. And I think this is what was getting under the skin of a lot of people who wanted something a little more customizable. I used to be that way. That's why I spent 12 years playing champions. Hey, I can make a character the way I want. Oh, boy. And it wasn't until much later when I got back to D&D when I thought, you know, character is what you make of it. If you come up with something that the rules don't specifically deal with, you talk it over to you with your GM, and it's a matter of they let you or they don't let you, or they work on modifying it, or it's a role-playing thing. They could do, you could do it as a role-playing thing which means that you can role-play it. That doesn't mean you're going to get any advantages or anything, but you can role-play it. And to me, as an actor, that just appeals. That's like that's like catnip to me, as I say. I, I, I love doing stuff like that. But like I said, right now, I'm kind of babbling about this because race, because classes, I got this from, from the... I got this line thinking from the uh, Retroclone Blue Home, which is a clone of the Holmes Edition D&D, expanded to like 20 levels. And in there, you've got classes, but you don't have races. Oh, you have races, but it shows you, it tells you that look in the monster section and find a race you want to play. And then at the beginning of the monster section, they give you like two pages on how to convert whatever is in here to a playable class. Now, to me, that's dynamite. That's dynamite. It could be good, could be bad. In the past, I've seen people play anything from an ant to a kangaroo. And wondering all the time, this is my playing days, wondering all the time why the DM let this character in. One guy wanted me to let in a a fighter who got turned into a kangaroo, and I said, no, no way, uh-uh, mm -mm, ain't going to work. Sometimes, you know, because it's so easy to abuse the rules if you let them play. What? Yeah, I, I played. I played different things besides the basic three or four, as I include gnomes. And there's half-orcs, too, from the advanced sets, so... Minus second edition, of course. So, yes, I, pl I played Half-Ogre before. Had a lot of fun. Joe Blow was a good character. He was very, very nice. He's a guy, and you didn't want to mess with him. But those are kind of the exceptions to me. I think something like a Half-Ogre can be dealt with. Something like a Half-Orc could be dealt with, or a Half-Goblin. or or. But when you get into the more esoteric ones, like Tieflings and Dragonborn and all that stuff, it just... Oh, man. Too many pluses, too many bennies, and it's a lot to keep track of. Even though you say it isn't, it is. Because, well, one of the reasons why I don't play... I never played 4th or 5th edition. I did my time in 3rd edition, and I don't want to go back to that. 
I just, mm, you, if you want to play something other than the standard fantasy race with me, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be draconian and say no, but we'll talk it out. I'm willing to listen. Let me put it that way. And, you know, the, the three the three or four basic, or the five or six in case of advanced basic races, pretty much hit hit the hit the mark for me even as a player player or whatever you know even if I'm a DM or a player I don't see why I have to go back to anything a little more esoteric you know I'm not going to let anybody play a dragon even a small one or even a wyvern or something something even remotely real powerful I'm not going to let them play so it's and I know there's like there's supplements like the creature crucible stuff for basic that shows the the module top the uh, supplement top ballista shows you that I, I bought that one mainly because I wanted gnomes and that was the closest thing but it turned out I wrote my own I, I used that as a basis and then wrote my own but you know they're putting stuff in there like dragons and uh, I can't think of what the other ones were but goblins and uh, gremlins and all that kind of stuff which I really didn't want to deal with. So that's pretty much my stance. If you don't want to play anything too outrageous, talk to me and we'll probably work it out. But other than that, I just saw a recent article on Facebook that I didn't even, I read the title. It says, the new supplement shows you how to play things like a gelatinous cube in 5th edition. And I said, you don't need that. that. That's so... No, please, tell me that's a joke. Please. But anyway, that's my business. So I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, you go over to Old Man Grognard and drop me an email or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program and I would appreciate it. Also, don't forget to... Don't forget to uh, drop me a... Drop me a review over on iTunes. I'm on iTunes. And I always forget to ask people to drop me a review... And that would be very nice. And I also want to thank my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, and Gilbert, again, for supporting me. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Radio Grognard.